Alright guys, we are ready to do this. Welcome to Devori Darkens Live. I appreciate your guys' patience. Uh, one of the things that I can't wait to talk about today is a huge, huge question I always get. And you guys are going to love this. You guys are going to love this today. So, first things first, you guys already know this is being recorded. So you can go back, watch this on our YouTube channel, and listen to this on Spotify Google, Apple, or Amazon Podcasts. Also, also, uh, this podcast is sponsored by the Purpose Conscious University, where we teach you how to live your purpose in life, change your mindset, change your life, give you the steps that you need to get to where you want to go. Okay? And lastly, uh, we're going live on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Facebook. So, having said that, if you haven't already... You're going to want to hit the like button. Now, let me make sure I'm good on Instagram here. And then we'll get started. Now, if you're already joining me on YouTube, what would you say is the one thing you are still trying to learn? What is the one topic you feel that you're still trying to um, improve in when it comes to your life? Is it limiting beliefs? Is it your attitude, is it your habits, your discipline, your motivation? What would you say when it comes to you? What is the big area that you're still trying to improve in? Uh, let me know in the comments section below. I'm, I, I should do a poll, which I don't do very often. Um, but uh, I'm going to start doing that more often because I want to hear more from you and what you have going on. Uh, what are those things that you are still trying to work through that I can also talk about? Maybe there's something you want me to dedicate a show to. Uh, this would be your opportunity to kind of get your voice heard, so to speak. Um, okay, so uh, let me make sure I'm good on TikTok. Uh, let's see. Give me a second, guys. All right. I think now we should be good. All right, perfect. We're good to go. All right. Here we go. So we're on Instagram, finally. We're on TikTok, finally. Uh, let's see. What what answers did you guys give me on YouTube? Uh, how can we conquer these limiting beliefs, especially when your parents are constantly reinforcing these thoughts uh, indirectly? I love it. I love it. What other questions do you guys have? Or uh, when it comes to limiting beliefs, you feel you want to make the most improvement in. What is it about uh, limiting beliefs that you want to learn or you want to understand? So if you're just joining us now, uh, this is Devore Darkens Live. This is a podcast we do Monday through Friday where we help you get what you want out of life. We help you get what you want out of life. We start with your purpose. We Then we go to your mindset. And then we help you take the right actions. Now, having coached people for many years now, I've come to the conclusion about a couple of things. Now, while I'm going through this, again... If you have a particular topic you want me to speak about, 
you want me to dedicate a show to, or you have a question about today's topic, which is on limiting beliefs, drop it in the comment section right now as I go through this little spill really quick here. So I've come to the conclusion um, after coaching many people over the past few years that it's the individuals that really have a desire that end up becoming the most successful in what they're doing. Like when you don't really have a desire, like a burning desire, when you're not really emotionally involved, you're not really learning or accepting anything. You're staying stuck. And the one thing I've learned is I cannot really, and nobody can, nobody can really give you a burning desire. Burning desire is located on the inside. It's located on the inside and it's really your job your responsibility to feed that desire through what? Your imagination or from your imagination. And that's just something that you can't force a person to do. And on your end, you can't really force yourself to do. It's just has, it has to be something you want to do. It's got to be something you want to do. And usually what happens is people hit rock, hit rock bottom and then they absolutely want to do whatever is required or People have enough things go wrong in their life, then they want to do it. Then, So what is my point? My point is, as I get into today's topic, you truly have to ask yourself, do I really have a burning desire to get the things that I want out of life, to live your purpose in life? Do you really have a burning desire? Because if you don't, nothing really is going to happen. So... Uh, let's see. Let's check in here. Um, let's see here. Let me mute you. Let's see here. All right. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about how limiting beliefs stop you from living your purpose. That's what we're talking about. Why are we talking about that? Because the reality is this. We are all controlled by our subconscious mind. You are. Your subconscious mind controls everything that you do. Everything. Inside your subconscious mind is your limiting beliefs. So if you're going to really change your behavior permanently, you're going to have to change your belief. You're going to have to. You're going to have to. And with all of the information and knowledge that is out there, it can become very confusing for you on what to actually do, where to actually start. And it becomes complicated. So I'm going to do you a favor in today's show. I'm going to make it very, very simple for you. We're just going to focus on one idea today. The idea is belief. How can you take a limiting belief and turn it into a positive belief? That's really what we're going to be talking about today. And I'm only going to reference... Uh, one book here, maybe I'll reference two, but I'm going to do my best to keep it for one book, one paragraph, uh, think and go rich by Napoleon Hill. I'll be reading from this book today. If you want this version, you go over to my YouTube channel in the description and you can get it there. Okay. So there's that. Also, if you're trying to figure out, should you spend the, your time listening? Well, I say this all the time. Just look at your life right now. Are you living the life that you want? 
When you wake up in the morning, do you feel the way that you want to feel about your life, about yourself, about things that are happening? Are you experiencing fulfillment and genuine happiness with yourself? If the answer is no, I don't, it shouldn't even be a negotiation on why you should listen. Because the reason why that's happening is you have some limiting beliefs. So why not just get rid of them? Why not learn exactly what it's going to take to actually make this happen? So that's why I would listen if I were you. And also, it's one of those things where what we talk about is so simple. And I know you guys have heard of what I'm saying probably a thousand times by now. And again, it goes back to my same question. Does your behavior show that you understand what we're talking about? Does your results show that you understand what we're talking about? And it's okay if it doesn't. Maybe there will be something that I say today that helps you understand. And finally, the light bulb clicks on in your mind. And you're different. Now, I can guarantee you one thing. Monday through Friday, every time I do a show, I know there's always at least one person where the light bulb clicks on in their head because they never forget to remind me of that. They either email me, they DM me, they leave a comment on the uh, stream here. They remind me. So if you're a new listener and you've never seen this or maybe you've heard of this and you're thinking, well, here we go again. I've heard this already. Does this even work? Understand something. It's the repetition the repetition that is the key to learning anything in life. Just because you heard something a hundred times still does not mean you understand it. And we've forgotten that in today's society. We, we think when we hear something the first time, that's it. No. Repetition. That's why you speak the language you do. Repetition. Years of reciting the English language. Years of reciting whatever your native language is. That's how you learned. So just because you may have heard this, just because you may have read about it, just because I maybe you've heard me say it before, doesn't mean you understand. So I encourage you to listen today and seek the understanding of what I'm saying. Why? So you can apply it into your life and get to where you want to go. Because you're only going to get to where you want to go in life based on your level of understanding. If you don't understand yourself... You don't understand your mindset and how to change it. You don't understand the power of belief uh, and also changing your belief system. You're going to stay stuck. You're going to go sideways. And I know that's not what you want. So let's do something about that today and really open our mind and listen. And listen. And what I'm telling you is what I tell myself. I can't tell you how many times I read what I'm going to share with you tonight or today. Actually, I'm thinking I'm thinking about last night because I was talking about it last night, but I digress. Um, this book, Thinking Go Rich, I've read this book this entire year more than I have in my entire life. And I've had this book since I was about 23 years old for the last 11, 12 years. I read this book this year more than all the years combined that I've had the book. And not just the entire book, but there's particular points in the book that Napoleon Hill is making 
that I've been repeating over and over and over until I get it. How do you know you got something? How do you know you understand it? How do you know it's clicking for you because your behavior starts to change? That's how you know. You don't truly understand something in your subconscious mind until you see the change in your behavior. Think about it. You may be in the class when you were a kid reciting the English language, but until you're able to hold those conversations with people and also write those conversations down in a paragraph and read it, that's when we know you got it. So, again, I'm not telling you anything I'm not doing myself. This is the way I live my life. Everything I talk about on this show is really the way that I live my life and what I've learned and what Napoleon Hill recommends. And my uh, mentor, Bob Proctor, what I've learned from him. So I'm not here to really give you a bunch of uh, opinions. I'm just really here to share the same message someone shared with me. And my expectation is the message today will change at least one person's life. That's always the goal here on these episodes. So where do we start? Well, I think we start with ignorance. Why is it that so many people struggle with limiting beliefs and really never get around to doing anything about it? Because they don't know. They don't know how to deal with it. They may not even know the value in addressing it. They may have fears or doubts or worries that it's not even possible to change them. So they just leave it alone. In fact, I think it's said this way. A lot of people become very comfortable to feeling miserable. They become comfortable to living a miserable life. They become comfortable to lying to themselves every single day. Oh, I, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. They never get around to doing it. They lie to themselves. They become comfortable with becoming a liar. They become comfortable with uh, selling themselves short. They become comfortable with settling, knowing they could be more, knowing they could do more, knowing they can have more. They settle anyway. They become comfortable. And when it comes to changing your belief system, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. Because this is the way you've been living your life up to this point. You have decades of conditioning, of doing the same thing over and over and over again, seeing things in the same way over and over and over again, having the same belief system year in and year out, never really changing it. So to start this process of changing something in your belief system, to say that um, you're not going to run into maybe some challenges here, I would say would not be very genuine. I would probably tell you you are going to run into some challenges. You are going to run into some pushback from people around you, especially when your belief is tied to your family. We would call this a family culture, family traditions, family conditioning. Sometimes when you go to change your belief system, that is going to contradict the way the family believe, what the family believes in. And that can cause some uncomfortable conversations and resistance from other people. But here's the deal. I'm saying all that to say why people don't change. They're ignorant because they don't know what they have to deal with. They don't know um, what this is really all about, the value in it. 
And so they just stay where they are. They become comfortable. They conform. That's really what happens. They just conform. And the reality is to live the life that you know you want to, that you have a desire for, um, to live a life with purpose, you got to get outside your comfort zone. Nothing new. I know you've heard of that a thousand times. I get that. Nothing new. But again, do you really understand that? What does your behavior say? So the, where we start is with one word, ignorance, simply not knowing. You know of limiting beliefs. You know of the word belief. But do you really understand it? Now, I've been repeating myself quite often this week on purpose. It's the repetition that gets you to understand it. See, an educated person is who? It's a person who uses the tools that God gave them in their mindset to get what they want out of life. It's a person who knows how to think for themselves. It's a person who has the ability to alter their belief system so they can go from where they are today to where they want to go. That is an educated person. Just because you possess a lot of knowledge, just because you have a PhD, does not mean you are really successful in your life. As it pertains to your purpose, as it pertains to the vision that you have, as it pertains to the legacy you want to leave behind, as it pertains to the relationships you want to develop and the happiness you want to experience, we have to start understanding what do we mean when we say, we know something. Do we really know it? Do we know it in our heart or do we just know of it consciously? Because we heard of it. Now, I can go down this huge tangent, but I found in today's world and society that we tend to say sentences and statements and we use words that we really don't have an understanding of. We only use them because we heard it from someone else. But we actually don't really know the meaning of the word. We never know. We, we don't even take the time to figure out where the word came from and what its true meaning is. We just repeat what someone else said. That's the same thing with beliefs. You just believe in something because that's what someone told you to believe in, not because you chose to believe in it. And that's nobody's fault. It's just the way that it works. Your parents did the best that they could do. They gave you what they had. And sometimes we get parents that they don't really have much. They really don't have this knowledge. So to expect that we were all going to start our lives with this information is not going to happen. But that doesn't matter because what are you going to do now moving forward? You see, life works in a very perfect, orderly way. It does not matter how your life started. It does not matter what you did last month. 10 years ago, five years ago, doesn't matter any of that because God does not judge. He does not criticize. He does not condemn. He doesn't care about all that. When you're ready to open up your mind and your heart to the life you want to live and do what's required, your life will change. And all that stuff that happened in the past will mean nothing. It only means something because you keep going back to it. Ignorance is what we're talking about here is the problem. We haven't even got into the limiting belief set. I, it's the problem is just ignorance around the topic itself. We got people who are listening right now. You may own a business. Think about it. What limiting beliefs are stopping you 
from growing your business? What limiting beliefs are making you struggle in your business, making things more complicated, making things harder? Oh, I'll give you a great example that every single business owner has to overcome. Hiring other people. Hiring other people. Oh, I don't want to waste money. It's going to take a lot of more money. You know, I'm going to have to pay this. I'm going to have limiting belief. What about the person watching right now where you just are not in healthy relationships? Limiting belief. You probably don't believe you can have somebody healthy in your life. You probably have beliefs that you can't trust people. I mean, it goes on and on and on. What about the parents in the room? Did you know that you have limiting beliefs when it comes to the way that you parent your kids because of the way that you grew up? So the way that you speak to them, the way that you handle things is coming from a place of limiting beliefs because of what happened, because of what maybe what your parents told you at one point in time. And it takes a lot of courage to look yourself in the mirror and admit that. What is a limiting belief? It's a belief that limits your potential. It puts a cap on your potential. It puts a cap on your creativity. It puts a cap on your ability to go out there and get the things that you want out of life. It's just ignorance. We don't know. Just because we heard of this doesn't mean we understand. So we want to understand. That is the answer. We want to understand. So we're starting there because we have to accept responsibility that we just don't know. That's where we have to start. And that allows us to do what? It allows us to make space for understanding and finding new things to believe in. So, um, I'm going to share this really quick. I think you guys are going to love this story. When I was young, um, it was this was in middle school. I barely even remember middle school, by the way. But I was out in the yard. I don't know what I was doing, walking around, you know, doing what middle schoolers do. And all of a sudden, this wasn't this this wasn't the first time. This was on many occasions. This I always forget. I never forget his name. His name was Matt. And he he was Matt was taller than I was. That's for sure. Matt was a very skinny, tall dude. He always walked around with his two friends. And um, he would always make comments to me. I don't know why. Actually, I do know why. Because I wasn't a very confident kid. I wasn't. Why was I not a very confident kid? Well, let's just say parenting. Didn't have my father and my mother, you know, she did the best that she could. Let's, we'll just keep it there. So anyways, um, this guy, Matt, would always make comments at me. And one day, he gets in my face, he pushes me, and he says the N-word. So I swing on him, and it just so happens... The uh, one of the teachers or faculty members were nearby and they saw it. 
So what happens? I get suspended. So I go home. They tell my mother what happened. She never talks to me about it. She doesn't say anything. And um, that situation caused me to develop this limiting belief that I'm less than others. That because of my skin color, you know, I'm less. I had that limiting belief for a bit. I think, generally speaking, a lot of black people will come across that, I think, in America once or twice in their life. Um, where they may have a thought about that. Why? Because the majority of the people are obviously white. So inherently, you're going to think, oh, well, I'm not white, so maybe I'm different, right? That would be a natural reaction. Now, that doesn't mean anything. It only means something because of society's conditioning, all the topics, right? All of the 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 stories and the movies and the news and politicians and how they give it all this attention. So obviously that doesn't help. So anyways, um, I traced this limiting be belief back to that situation. And I remember that my mother never addressed it with me. So she never sat me down and said, hey, here's the actual truth. Here's the conclusion. Here's how you should consolidate this or reconcile this in your mind. No, it was, there was nothing. So what did I naturally do? I naturally came to the conclusion that I was less than others because of the color of my skin. I didn't have any information. Remember, I said the problem is ignorance. Nobody was there to say, hey, hold on, DeVore, that's not really the truth. Here's what happened. That's not happening. And by the way, if you're a parent and you have kids, it is so important that you help them reconcile and draw the right conclusions about what happens in their childhood. Because if you do not, you have to understand something. Children do not have any experience. They're just going to draw the natural conclusion. And if they are naturally negative, which it's the way society is, they're just going to think something negatively about what happened and that will develop a limiting belief. So it's very important that we educate our children on what actually is happening, not what it looked like. Anyways, um, so I developed this limiting belief and I started to feel like I was different from everybody else. So what happened? I would show up to school. I'd stop hanging around certain people. You know, I would start uh, excluding myself. I would always feel self-conscious when I walked in the classroom. I was very nervous and and, and anxious when I was around other people because, you know, I'm feeling different. I'm feeling like an outcast. I'm feeling less than other people. This was the limiting belief. And um, then what happens? More life experiences come my way. You know, my mother gets breast cancer. Um, you know, that was an experience. And so the family kind of falls apart. And so I start having this perception now, now that I have this limiting belief that, you know, there's something different about me. There's something wrong with me. I'm less. Then I have all these life experiences on top of that. So how am I going to naturally perceive these life experiences? I'm going to perceive them in a negative way. Now I start thinking, oh man, my life is just shit. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm black. I got people who picked on me. I got, I got my family falling apart. Like what, what is this? Is this really the way life is supposed to be? Like, this is my thinking. 
all coming from a situation that happened that I did not reconcile properly because nobody was there to give me the education. I didn't have a parent who sat me down and said, hey, let's work through this mentally so you can get past this. So later on in your life, this isn't an issue. Hint, hint for the parents in the room. I hope you're doing that to just assume that your child just is going to shake it off their shoulder and think that's it. You have to understand they have a mind just like you do. The difference is their subconscious mind is more wide open than yours. So if they come across a person or a situation that is traumatic or negative or is emotional and you don't help them process that, it's going to come back to bite them in the ass when they become an adult. So anyways, um, that's exactly what happened to me. So I had this limiting belief. This limiting belief started to create other limiting beliefs. Oh, life is not good. Life is against me. The world is against me. You know, um, I'm different than everybody else. You know, I'm less. And that's, that's how beliefs work. They trigger other beliefs. So anyhow, this goes on for many, many years. I'm in my 20s. And because I'm in the military, I start to see that there's a place in life where it doesn't matter what your skin color is. Military works off merit. If you do what you're supposed to do, you're going to advance and get promoted. You're going to become successful. They can care less what your skin color is. Now, that was my first exposure to that. So I started to see how there was maybe that wasn't really entirely true. So that didn't completely get rid of the limiting belief. Um, but it helped me start to understand that maybe I was in my head. Maybe it's not really that. Maybe it's just not really what I thought it was or whatever, right? I started to see that it didn't really matter where I came from. It didn't matter what my skin color was. It didn't matter uh, my religion. If I do what I'm supposed to do, this is when I was in the military, I'm going to be successful. And that's what happened. And that experience helped me see um, life is not what they are telling us. It's not. It's just, it just isn't. And of course, in the military, they try to tell you, oh, well, you know, we don't have a lot of black people that represent these different positions in the military. We need more black people. And I would always ask myself, well, where are, where are all these black people going to come from? There's only so many. <laughs> I used to think that. Uh, and I finally started to realize, well, wait a minute. I've been living my life based on this lie that I'm less than other people. I've been living my life based on this lie that because of the color of my skin, I cannot be successful. I started to realize that this limiting belief was causing me not to think creatively. It was causing me to make excuses. It was causing me to think like a victim. It was causing me to see what's wrong with everything in life and not focus on what's good. Not go out there and do the things I really wanted to do. So anyways, it finally occurred or I finally hit the point where um, I realized this is BS. I got to stop doing that to myself. And, 
you know, I don't believe in that stuff anymore. I don't see things in that way anymore. Um, but I see how it held me back. I see how that original situation when I was in middle school, how I perceived it the wrong way. Just because the kid, Matt, said the N-word, got in my face and was always trying to push me around and bully me, what does that really have to do with me thinking I'm less than him? You know, that was the wrong conclusion. What does that have to do with me thinking that because of the color of my skin, I can't succeed in life? I didn't have anybody to tell me that. Whether somebody is calling you the N-word, whether they're calling you the B-word, whether they're being straight up disrespectful, it's all rolled up under one word, hate. So when someone else is expressing hate towards you, what difference does it really make in the grand scheme of your life? You cannot allow that person or situation to live rent-free. That's what I did, though. I didn't know any better. That's why I said the problem is ignorance. We don't know any better. They, they don't say in school, hey, uh, if you run into these situations where people are being, um, you know, hateful towards you, they're bullying you or picking on you, you can't take it personal. I took it personal. But once you take it personal, what are you doing? You're giving up your power. What are you doing? You're allowing the outside to control your inside. What are you doing? You're disconnecting yourself from the truth. Every one of us is made spiritually in God's image. If we strip it all back, we take away our skin color, all these labels that people place on us, we're all the same. So when someone else is ignorant and they're hating on another person, we have to understand something. Why would we take that personal? That person is truly ignorant. If they knew better, they would never utter those words. And how did I not know what that kid was going through? Who knows? Maybe his dad was beating on his mom all the time and he was angry. So his first thought to do is go around and pick on other people. And I just so happened to be the kid that looked like a kid who was going to get picked on because I had no confidence. You see, this is using understanding. This is called thinking for yourself. Just because somebody committed an injustice against you or hated on you does not really give you justification to live your life in a negative way. And I had to call myself out on that. That's what really limiting beliefs come from. We have these experiences. We don't know how to reconcile them. We don't know how to deal with them. It just turns into immediate, it, it's immediate a limiting belief because it was an emotional experience we don't know any better. It's not like we have a coach next to us 24-7. So we just naturally do what we are going to do when we're kids is conclude that this is a negative thing. And that's what happened. Now, that's just one of many limiting beliefs that happened to me and also may have happened to you. And why am I telling you this story? Because the story is not about what the kids said. The story is not about the skin color. The story is about how my ignorance of how to respond to that situation created the limiting belief in the first place. And how my ignorance when I was in my 20s of how to get rid of it kept reinforcing it. Until I started to pay attention to what's really going on.
I started to see, well, wait a minute. Just because, just because I'm darker than other people, that doesn't make me any less, and it doesn't make me any better. We're all the same. We're all the same. When it's all said and done, and we're going to take our last breath, we're all going in the same place. Six feet deep. We come into this world the same way, and we leave the same way. So are we really that different? See, the only thing that truly makes us think that we're different is because we have belief systems. You have your belief system. I have mine. You see the world the way that you see it. I see the world the way that I see it. But if we removed all that, we would be virtually the same. We would. So I realized that. That uh, that belief is just it's BS. It's based on a false premise that I'm less than others, that um, I'm different because the color of my skin. I'm not different than anybody. Now, somebody can look at me and say that I'm different because of the color of my skin, that that's their belief. That's not mine. That's not mine. And again, I think one of the things that helped the first domino to that was my service in the military. Because you got to serve with other people with all types of skin colors, all types of religions, all type of backgrounds from all, every corner of the world. And we were able to come together and accomplish one mission. So you get to see firsthand that this stuff that society tries to tell us, oh, you're, 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 you can't do this because of your religion. You can't do this because of the color of your skin. You can't do this because you're too short or you're too tall or you're this or you're that. It's all limiting beliefs. That does not mean we have to accept them. But when we're ignorant and we don't know any better, we do accept them. We do. Because it's a repetition thing. If you grow up and your parents are always in your ear about how you can't do this or that, that's the belief you're going to have. Right? If you keep hanging around a friend who keeps telling you why you can't do this or that, that's what you're going to believe. And if we don't understand that, well, then we're not going to get much out of life. To get from point A to point B, you got to change your belief system because you'll never outperform your belief system. Write it down. You will never outperform your belief system. You may, for the next 30 days, jump outside your comfort zone, start doing things differently, but if you don't alter that belief, you will bounce back automatically. It's like a thermostat in your house. Once you set it, it is set. It's the way it works. So we have to alter our belief system. We have to. We have to reconcile these limiting beliefs. We need to dissolve them to make space for the new belief. Think about that. That's really what you're doing. That's really what you're doing. You're going into a house. You're seeing the, the things that need to be renovated in the house. And you're renovating them. You're getting rid of the old AC system. You're replacing it with a new AC system. You're getting rid of the old 70s carpet in the living room. And you're replacing it with 
you know, wood planks or vinyl, vinyl flooring. That's, that's what we should be doing every day. That's the highest achievement in life is to alter our conditioning, our programming, what's happening in our subconscious mind so we can get to where we, we want to go. Because the subconscious mind is controlling us. It controls everything that you do. So if you don't change what's happening in the subconscious mind, you're not going to change what you do, no matter how hard you try. And this is said in the very best way. Bob Proctor says it all the time. No matter how much time you spend, doesn't matter how much money you spend, doesn't matter how hard you work. If you do not make a change in your subconscious mind, your results will stay the same. The outcomes that you're getting will stay the same. That's exactly what will happen. So let's read this. This is in Thinking Go Rich, page 65, uh, in the chapter called Desire, which is the first principle, according to Napoleon Hill, in getting rich in your life, getting what you want out of life. In fact, it's subtitled, The Starting Point of All Achievement is Desire. Let's read it. There is a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. Now, I've read this thousands of times already, at least a hundred on throughout this podcast so far. Um, and we're going to read it again. There is a difference between wishing for what you want and being ready to receive what you want. Can you picture the difference of what I just said? There's a difference between wishing for what you want and being ready to receive what you want. You see, when I was operating with that limiting belief, I was wishing for my life to get better. I was wishing I didn't feel that way. But I wasn't ready because I didn't believe. I was only wishing. I was only hoping. I wasn't operating with any intention or expectation, or understanding, or assumption. Right? I was coming at it from a place of lack. Well, why are you not ready to receive what you want? Or what? why is that? There's a difference between wishing for what you want and being ready to receive what you want. Well, it's very simple. No one is ready for what they want until they believe they can acquire it. Said another way, you, you... Um, are not ready for what you want until you believe you can acquire it. If you don't believe you can change your life, you won't. Now, I know some of you are like, I do believe. Okay, but what does your behavior say? Does your behavior show that you believe or does it not? You are not ready for a thing. You are not ready for what you want until you believe you can acquire it. This means that your state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. Your state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. It wasn't enough for me to hope to change my life. It wasn't enough to wish for it. I hope we'll see. That's not enough. You've got to believe it. You've got to believe it in your heart. You've got to believe it on a subconscious mind level. You have to. If you cannot believe, 
you won't achieve, right? <laughs> if you don't believe, it's not going to happen. This is why open-mindedness is essential for belief. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, or belief. So this is why I started off today's show by saying, my best clients in history have always been the ones who have a burning desire. The most successful people in the world are always people who had a burning desire. My success in my own life was always tied to when I had a burning desire. When I did not have a burning desire and I did not believe, automatic fail. That applies to me, that applies to you, and all the other people in the world. But see, I wasn't going to start believing unless I became open-minded to the idea that maybe what happened in my childhood is not the way that it really happened. Maybe my conclusion of the facts that I, that I can, you know, what happened are not really true. I had to become open-minded enough to start questioning the limiting belief is my point. If you're not open-minded enough to question your limiting belief, you're not going to change them. If you're not open-minded enough to think about these beliefs your family have passed on to you, you won't change them. Just because your parents believed in something and their grandparents believed in something and their great-grandparents believed in something does not mean you have to. If the belief is not serving you and not helping you get to where you want to go and live the life that you've imagined, it's a belief that you should change. But what happens? Because we don't know any better, we allow the guilt of our parents and their limiting beliefs to take control of us. And what happens? You stay stuck. You don't live the life that you want you want to. And again, it comes down to what I said. The main problem is we just don't know any better. We're not taught this information. That's what's going on. Now, he goes on to write this, which is absolutely worthy of bringing up. Remember, no more effort from you is required to aim high in your life, meaning to demand abundance and prosperity than is required to accept misery and poverty. Meaning the same amount of effort for you to wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to change my belief system so I can finally live my life with abundance and a prosperity mindset. It's the same energy versus living my life with misery and poverty. That's a choice you get to make. But you're going to have to alter your belief system to make that shift. Because some of us grew up in misery. Some of us grew up in poverty. Right? Some of us grew up in a home that was based on fear, scarcity, and lack. That's part of your belief system. And you're going to need to get that out of there and replace it with what? Love, abundance, and prosperity. Faith. I'm not talking about anything new here, guys. For the people who go to church every Sunday, it sounds really similar. They talk about belief. They talk about faith every Sunday. But you've got to call yourself out and really ask, are you acting that way? Just because you go to the church, just because you open the Bible, just because you can recite the Bible verses, 
doesn't mean you actually live that way. This is what we're talking about when we say beliefs. You don't really believe in anything if you just look at your behavior. Just because you say you believe, that's not enough. You've got to act it out. You've got to make it a way of your life. You got to become that new belief. And to do that, you got to be open minded enough to challenge your old beliefs. Why do limiting beliefs stop you from living your purpose? Because they're limiting. It's in the word itself limiting. Limiting. That's fear, scarcity, lack, contract, disintegration. It's negative. But a positive belief is what? Expansion, expression, growth, faith, abundance. Huge difference. Same thing, opposite of the same coin, of course. But the outcomes are different. Their outcomes are different. You see, you're here for a reason. There are things that you're meant to do in your life that God has already planned for you. You already have gifts and talents. There are things that you're great at doing, but you don't believe in that. You don't believe. So let me read this to you guys. I really believe you guys will get something out of this. You are already that which you want to be. But your refusal to believe this is the only reason you do not see it. See, right now, I'm not around you 24-7, 365, but I'm sure if I spent time with each and every one of you, I'd have a lot of great things to say. But does it really matter what I say if you don't believe it? I can tell you until I'm blue in the face that you are amazing. That you are special, that you are funny, you are smart, you are intelligent. You are perfect just the way you are. That you are great at what you do. That you are a great parent. A great leader. You're a great person. I could tell you that till I'm blue in the face. But you've got to believe it. You've got to finally accept that as true for yourself. You've got to start implementing that into your life and act that way. Let's go back to it. There is a difference between you wishing for what you want and being ready to receive what you want. You're not ready for what you want until you believe you can acquire it. Your state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. This is why becoming open-minded is essential for you to believe. But if you're closed-minded... You will not inspire faith, courage, or belief. And to cap this off, you must understand that it takes the same amount of effort that is required to aim high in life so you can demand abundance and prosperity than it is required for you to accept misery and poverty. I tell people all the time, they say, well, Devori, it's hard. It's difficult. 
listen. I'm of the belief today, hard for me would be not living my purpose. Hard for me would be accepting mediocrity in my life. Hard for me would be conforming to other people's limiting beliefs. Hard for me would be self-sabotaging my progress. That's hard. But to take action every day to better myself, that's not hard. That's encouraging. That's empowering. That's inspiring. That's motivating. That feels like purpose. That feels like progress. That feels like I'm going somewhere. It's just a limiting belief. It's hard to change. That's what you believe. I've chosen not to believe that. You see, there's levels to this, ladies and gentlemen. You get to decide what your belief system is going to be. You can decide right now, I'm going to believe that my journey is going to be easy for me. That I'm always going to find a way to make things work. That I'm going to get better every single day. You can choose to believe that. Or you could choose to believe that this is going to be difficult. This is going to be a struggle. This is going to take forever. You could say that to yourself. And the more you say it to yourself, what is your subconscious mind doing? It's just going to accept it as true. It's going to accept it as true. I was just on a call this morning with clients. And someone was saying, yeah, you know, it's really difficult to, uh, I always find it difficult for myself to move on and, and, and hang around better people and let go of negative people. And I had to cut them off and say, listen, you need to call yourself out and stop saying that. When you keep describing what you don't want in your life, you are doing what? Repeating the cycle. Because everything starts with a thought. If you keep saying it's difficult, it will be difficult. Why is it that two people can take the same action, doing the same thing, one gets the result and the other does not? It's their thinking. It's what they're thinking about. And if you keep standing there and saying, it's difficult to let go of these limiting beliefs. It's difficult to change. It's difficult to let go. It's hard to do this. It's because you're saying it that makes it so. We talked about this with the seven laws of the universe yesterday. The law of relativity. It's your thinking that makes it so. It could be a good thing or a bad thing. You're the one that defines that first. There's no rule book to say what really is good or bad. It's really based on your own thinking. It really is at the end of the day. So when we talk about limiting beliefs and how they stop you, it's in the word limiting. They limit you from being creative, from being your true self, from expressing the greatness that you have within, from following and doing what God wants you to do. It's limiting. It doesn't make any sense. It holds you back immediately. And this is why I'm reading to you today. Your state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. You have to be open-minded enough to develop a belief, a new one. If you're not open-minded enough, it ain't going to happen. You have to be open-minded enough to truly challenge your old belief system. You have to be open-minded enough to question the thoughts that are going on in your mind. Is that really true or am I making that up? Is that really an is that really a fact or is this my opinion? Where are you getting this belief from? 
Who told you you couldn't do that? Who said it was difficult? Who said it was hard? Where'd you get the belief from? Think about that. I said in the beginning of the show, we are told what to think, meaning you are told how to speak. This is why a majority of the people are walking around speaking the English language, but really don't have an understanding of the words that they're using. They're not using the correct words to describe what's really going on in their life. They're saying their life is miserable, but not really. They're one thought away from seeing how good their life is. They're one belief away from seeing how great their life is. We've got to be open-minded enough to change our belief system. That's the message, the message today. See, there's levels to your belief system. You can get yourself to a point where you believe that all things are possible for you. You believe that when someone makes a negative remark, it's got nothing to do with you. You can believe that no matter where you go, you're going to be successful in this life. You've got to get yourself to a point where you believe that you are enough. You've got nothing to prove to nobody. You need no acceptance, approval, or validation from anything. You're already validated. You can choose to believe that. You can choose to believe that when you set off towards your dreams and goals, that you're going to learn at a faster pace, that you're going to get this, that you're going to get better, that it's just going to become an easier process for you, that no matter what comes your way, you're going to walk right through it. You can believe that. You can also start believing that every single day of your life, it just gets better. It just gets better. What's the original, most famous affirmation? Every day in every way, your life is getting better. You can believe that. Because once you do believe it and it's inside your subconscious mind, you have no choice but to experience that reality because that's how your behavior will be. And it also will alter your perception. So that's what you will see. That's the power behind a belief. It alters and controls your perception, your point of view, and your behavior. This is why I said, when the economy crashes and there's a recession or a depression, there's always people who are going to become really successful because their belief system isn't of lack during that time. Their belief, their belief system is based on abundance. What are the opportunities right now? What problems can I help people with right now? How can I be more successful in this economy? There's always people who flourish and, be, and, and prosper during a time where everybody says the world's falling apart. Belief. That's what it really comes down to. So we'll read this again for the people in the back. There is a difference between wishing for what you want and being ready to receive what you want. You're not ready for what you want until you believe you can acquire it. This is why your state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. It is so essential for you to be open-minded enough to question your old beliefs. If you're closed-minded, you will not inspire faith, courage, or belief. I'm reading from Thinking or Rich, chapter 2, called Desire, page 65. 
It's the first principle to achievement in your life. To becoming successful, you must have a burning desire for what you want. The burning desire ain't going to happen if you don't believe. When you're obsessed with something, you do believe it's going to happen. There's nothing telling you. You're not going to accept no. And I was sharing my story because that's one of millions of scenarios that as children that we go through that alter our belief system without us knowing. All because someone's ignorant. Some kid said the wrong thing to you. Some kid that was in pain wanted to take his pain out on you said, said, said something. Your parents not understanding what's really going on, they can't really help you. They can only give you what they had. They did the best that they could. This is why I'm so passionate about this information, especially for the parents in the room, because you have something, you have the ability to do something that our parents did not. This information today is at our fingertips versus prior generations. This wasn't at their fingertips. I have the ability to come on here live Monday through Friday and you can listen and watch every day with no issues. We couldn't do that 50 years ago. If you were going to go watch something or listen to something, you had to pay money for that. You had to probably travel. You probably had to wait. But you can get this every single day with repetition and get this quicker. So the, for the parents in the room, you've been given an opportunity that your parents maybe didn't have. They didn't have access to information like this at their fingertips. We are just now waking up to the possibilities of how we can change our reality. That is more of a talking point today than ever in history. Mindset is more of a talking point ev than ever in history. We live in a great time today. So you don't look at your situation as like, oh man, no, you have opportunity here. You have the best opportunity than any other generation in history to change because the information is here. The knowledge is here. You can access this knowledge anytime, anywhere, but that's just not enough. You've got to organize that knowledge into a plan of action. You've got to take that knowledge and study it and make it a way of a part of your life. You've got to take this knowledge and back it up with action. This is why I say the recurring topic today when we're saying why limiting beliefs stop you from living your purpose is you don't understand. You cannot just say, oh, I believe. No, you've got to become it. you got to act on it. And if you were to read, if you guys want to know one practical thing you can do to truly understand how to believe more, is just go to page 65 and read the statement every single day for the next 30 days and watch what happens. Just watch how different you feel. Watch how different you start to respond in your life. Watch how you start to question your old beliefs. Why? Because you're getting information. You're not just getting any type of information. You're getting specialized knowledge that's organized. And I'm on here Monday through Friday to give you practical plans of actions to do something about it. Practical ways. So I'll read this one more time and we'll get to your guys' questions. There's a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. No one is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. This state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. 
Open-mindedness is essential for belief. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, or belief. Remember, no more effort is required to aim high in life, to demand abundance and prosperity, than is required to accept misery and poverty. Page 65, the chapter on desire, Think and Go Rich by Napoleon Hill. You want to strengthen your belief? You want to get rid of those old limiting beliefs? Read that every day. Just that one paragraph. And I guarantee something different is going to start to click for you. It's going to start to click for you. Remember, no one is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. Do you really believe you can live the life that you want? What does your behavior say? Does your behavior show that you believe? Or does your behavior show that you do not believe? And if you do not believe, what should you be doing? Practical step that you could be taking is to pick up Think and Go Rich by Napoleon Hill. Go over to chapter or page 65. Uh, technically, in my book, it's chapter 2 called Desire, which is the first principle of achievement. Go to page 65 and read that paragraph. There's a difference between wishing for what you want and being ready to receive what you want. You guys have to understand something. We receive things in our life. We don't get them. We receive them. We receive them by giving something in return. You receive money from work because you're giving your time. You receive healthier relationships because you're giving healthy uh, love and communication and things like that in your relationships. You receive more health because you give more health. You do things. That are healthy. This is a law. You give, you receive. It's the way it works. You're not ready to receive what you want in your life. I'm not ready to receive what I want in my life until we what? Until we believe we can acquire it. We can't sit in this mindset of wishing. We can't sit in this mindset of hoping. We can't tell ourselves, well, I'll see. We'll see what happens. That didn't work last time. That's all limiting thinking. That's negative thinking. We got to get over to the other side of faith. We develop faith through understanding. We understand by getting the right information and studying that information with repetition and applying that information that develops this emotion called faith. So having the information is not enough. This is why I always say this now. Just because you heard me or heard someone else talking about limiting beliefs doesn't mean you understand them. Because what does your behavior say? Does your behaviors say that you understand? Or do they show that you don't understand? Either way, you have the opportunity to do something about it. You always have the opportunity to do something about it. So, where does this leave where does this leave us? Practical step, get the book, read that. Practical step number two, question your limiting beliefs. So when something comes up, you start to go down that negative road. Question, where am I getting this limiting belief from? Why am I thinking this way? Where is this a fact or my opinion? What what happened here? Who told me that? Who told you that? 
I remember I was talking to a bright young girl, amazing. I, I, her parents are, are my clients. Um, for some reason, someone along the line told her she could not be successful until she gets her degree. Because she was like, well, yeah, I can't be successful in doing this thing until I get my degree. I was like, where'd you get that from? Well, you know, that's what they said at, at, the, at the college. I was like, what? All things are possible for the person who believes. You guys know that. But do you really know it? All right, let's get to your guys' questions. All right, we got quite a few people all over the place here. So let's start with Instagram. Let's see here. All right. Let's go to YouTube. I don't always get comments on Instagram because I'm just starting. But uh, I always get a lot of comments on TikTok and YouTube. So let's check that out. All right. How can we conquer these limiting beliefs, especially when your parents are constantly reinforcing these thoughts indirectly? So one of the things that I would do, depending on... Um, I always like giving people three ways. And I often make it, I often bring these together to where they're not independent of each other. You can do all of them at the same time. Number one, if you're in an environment where people are constantly trying to project their limiting beliefs on you, move. Develop a plan on how you're going to get yourself out of that environment. Because environment is very important. If you're around a lot of negative people, I mean, you could be positive. You can. It is possible. But especially if you're in America, you don't have to stay in that environment. You can get out of there. You can find another way. You can get a second job. You could figure it out. Don't let somebody tell you, well, you know, the economy is bad. Inflation is up. It's going to be hard for you to find a place. Don't go down that road. Well, hey, you know, there, there's not a lot of jobs out there. Don't think that way. That's limiting beliefs. All things are possible if you believe. So number one, get out of the environment. Make a plan for that. Uh, number two, don't believe what they say. Just don't give it any attention. Don't do it. In fact, you just have to get yourself to a point where you tune them out. You tune them out. And the third way you could do it is every time they're talking to you and they want to speak negatively, change the topic, change the conversation, change the subject. Now you do those three things, you will be in great shape. Because you can't control what other people are going to do. If they're going to express their limiting beliefs, they're going to do it. What you can control is whether or not you're going to be there in the first place. You do control that. You do control whether or not you're going to give that any attention. You do control how the conversation is going to go. You don't have to let someone dominate the conversation with their negative thinking. You could cut them off and change the conversation. Or you can be a nerd like me and just start asking them a bunch of questions in a way that gets them away from talking so negatively. You can do that too.
Uh, so hopefully that answered your question. Let's see. My limiting beliefs come then I that I change my thinking or indecision then starts a chain of doubts. For example, I woke up with a desire to engage in real estate. I always wanted to, but it was never the right time. I changed the fact from point A because the feeling I woke up to when studying real estate was not there in point A. Yeah, so it's exactly what I'm saying here. Is if you have a desire to be in real estate, go do it. You owe it to yourself to do it. The thing about life, guys, and I don't think it takes a genius to see this ahead of time. You don't have to wait till you're 70, 70 years old to realize this. Um, if you have a dream or something you truly want to do, you owe it to yourself to do it. Because if you don't do it, you're going to have that pain of regret. And we don't wish that upon anybody. So just go do it. Screw it. What's the worst thing that can happen? It doesn't work out. So... You could try something else. You could try something else. There's there's no limit in our life. We can do whatever we want to do. And again, that's another way of looking at it. That's a belief system there. I believe that uh, just because I try something and it doesn't work out, I believe that's not the end of my life. And you should believe the same. Great question, by the way. Great question. All right, let's see here. Who's next? Hmm. All right, I think we'll go over to TikTok finally. Let's see what you guys are talking about on TikTok. How do I become really good at conversations? One of the best ways to become really good at conversations is learning how to actively listen. Another way would be how to ask questions. Open-ended questions. You know, why do you think that happened? Where did that happen? Who was with you? What do you think's really going on? Right? Who were, when, where, why? I mean, those are, we've all learned that in school, very simple concept. Um, and I find that is one way to have great conversations with people is to ask them thought provoking questions and see where that takes you. All right. Who's next here? Um, good afternoon, coach. Hey, Kim. Good to see you on here. All right. This show is totally different. I feel that the way you explain things to me, I can do as long as I maintain the image within my heart and my mind. Exactly. Francis says, we do everything twice, once in our mind, then in reality. Exactly. Uh, what book is this? Think and Go Rich. Thank you. I appreciate your guys' feedback. I really do. 
Uh, thinking or rich. You guys got it. I take up my parents, which are very negative advice. All right, here we go. How do I know when I'm being controlled by negative patterns? Look at your behavior. Look at your results. That's how you know. If you're not doing the things you know you should be doing, or you're getting caught up in negative things, then you know you have negative thought patterns. So that's what happens. That's how you will know. Well, why do they live with you? Lovely double seven twenty two. Why did they live with you? Are you taking care of them? Are you responsible for their health? That would be my question for you. But let's read this out loud. Um, because the person was talking about their parents being negative and how do you get out of that? And they came back and said, well, they live with me, so kind of hard to move, but I will do as you advise. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. So even in that response, there's resistance. Why even say it's kind of hard? Why even say that word? Your subconscious mind hears that and is going to make it hard for you. Right. So, you know, this is the part where I, I see how people go two different ways. Some people will be like, well, it is hard, Devori. Why would we not acknowledge that? Well, because you're the one that creates your reality. You're the one that has the power to choose what is true for you. You will never outperform your belief system. So if you believe that it's hard... It will be hard. But if you believe that it's easy, it will be easy. It's all based on beliefs. So it's not even an opinion. This is self-evident. So I always tell people, stop describing what you don't want to happen because that reinforces your limiting beliefs. Start describing what you do want to happen in the way that you want it to happen. That will start giving energy to new beliefs. That's the difference. That is the difference. How can I overcome self-doubt? I, I would say you overcome self-doubt by starting to realize who you really are. When you don't know who you really are at your inner core, spiritually, you're going to have some issues. So let's go through this. Level one is spiritually. You need to recognize you are a spiritual being. You are spiritually made perfect. Whether you believe in God or not, your energy, energy just is. You're perfect. Second thing is you have to understand <clears throat> that you have limiting beliefs that cause you to doubt yourself. You need to get rid of those. 
you need to call those beliefs out. I mean, you need to put those beliefs on trial and see why they no longer are justified. See, the one thing about limiting beliefs, I find them to be quite easy to replace because most of the time, if you just go down this road of questioning them constantly, every time they come up, you go to question them and say, well, why is that true? Where did I get get that from? Is that an opinion? Is that a fact? Who told me that? When you go down that road, you're you're basically robbing power behind it. That's really what you're doing. You're no longer putting your attention on it. It just goes away after a while. And the third thing, you got to back this up with action. You got to act confident. You got to express it. You got you to act it like you are an actor or an actress. You act it out. You move. You physically do it. You put up your shoulders. You walk in a room like you are somebody. That plays a huge role in how you feel. Like if you're going to walk on a stage and do public speaking, walk on the stage like you have a message to deliver. Don't walk on the stage like you have self-doubt. So it's it's three things all in alignment with each other. Spiritually, you got to recognize who you are. And there are thousands of books you can read on that. But that's the bottom line is what you're looking for. Number two is what's going on in your intellect, your mindset, getting rid of the limiting beliefs. And number three, you got to back all that up with action. You got to start acting like this person who doesn't have self-doubt. That's how you have to do it. Uh, Thank you so much. Uh, What times do you come on? Truly enjoy this. The time that I come on every day is between 9 a.m. and 9.30 a.m. California time. My favorite subject, limited beliefs. How can I break out from it? Uh, I believe I went over that already. Um, yeah. I'm doing my best to fill my feelings, organize my thoughts, and abundant thoughts. I love it. Would you say that limiting beliefs are nothing but an illusion within our mind? It sure is. Absolutely, it is. It's a total illusion. It's it's in the word, people. Limiting beliefs, it's in the word. It's limiting. By default, it's not true. But it becomes true. We do experience it because we believe in it. Whatever we believe to be true is what we're going to experience in our life. So to a certain degree, to an individual, it's true. It's real. But when we take a step back, And look at the totality of the way that the mind works and how that relates to the life that we live and how we're spiritually perfect. It's not true. When you believe that you're not worthy, that's not true. You were born rich. When you believe you're not good enough, that's not true. You're spiritually perfect. No one's better than you and you're no better than anybody else. We're all the same. It's the same thing about you believe you're less than others. That's not true. You believe you're not smart enough. That's not true. You believe you can't do this. You can't do that. But if we were to look at your life and your past, you've done things that people would probably consider impossible. So where are you getting that from? Where are you getting that from? That's the question. 
That is the question. So thank you so much. You did answer my question clearly. Yep, I appreciate you, of course. Uh, and everybody else that joined today, uh, remember, you get to choose what you want to continue to believe in. You don't have to believe in things that um, you've been told to believe. You don't have to believe in that. You really don't have to. It's your job to change them so you can get to where you want to go. It's your job. And when you assume that responsibility, you open the gate to doing something about it. You open the gate to doing something about it. It's never too late to change, but that's totally up to you. That's totally up to you. And you can do it. If I did it, I'm still doing it. Millions of people around the world have done it. You can do it too. It's possible. And if the beliefs are deep, deeply rooted, take it one belief at a time. It's still possible. The fact doesn't change. If you believe getting rid of deeply rooted beliefs is difficult, it will be difficult. Every single day, somebody wakes up and they replace a deeply rooted belief. Why can't you be the next? Why can't you be the next? So let's not think about how difficult. Let's not think about all the craziness that may happen. Let's just focus on what we want. Let's see here. I'm trying so hard to change, bruh. Well, trying harder is not the answer. It's not always the answer. It's not all the answer. Understanding is the answer. Uh, I almost rejected a new job because I feared the additional responsibility. I need to work on it. Yeah. See, the additional responsibility, you got to believe you can handle that. And the great part about it is you can. You can. What's really interesting that I find, um, and I, I always remind people of this. If you're in America and you're a parent already, you're a parent already, um, there's nothing that you can't do. There's nothing that you can't do because you've already been doing. I find the most challenging thing to do in life is to raise another human being. If you can do that, you can do anything. So let's stop selling ourselves short and believing we can't do this and we can't do that. We just have to stop it and put our focus on what we want. All right, guys, this has been Devore Darkens Live. Today, we talked about how limiting beliefs stop you from living your purpose. 
I think the real issue here is ignorance, simply not knowing about limiting beliefs, how they come about, and what to do about them. And we went over that. You may have had some situation in your life when you were a child because you didn't have any experience and you didn't have this information, you naturally developed a limiting belief. And because no one told you, you hold, you held on to that limiting belief and you allowed it to change your perception of the world, change your perception of yourself. And every time something else happened that did not go your way, you reinforce that original limiting belief. And it goes on and on and on and on until one day you start to realize, well, wait a minute, I'm the common denominator here. So we talked about how you got to look yourself in the mirror. You got to question these beliefs. You got to realize that they're not true. It's in the word limiting. They limit your potential. They limit your creativity. They limit you from being who you're supposed to be. We read out of uh, the book, Think and Go Rich by Napoleon Hill, page 65. There's a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. You're not ready for what you want until you believe you can acquire it. Your state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. Open-mindedness is essential for belief. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, or belief. The bottom line is, you got to be open-minded enough to question your old belief system so you can make space for the new beliefs. Why do you, you need to make space for the new beliefs? Because these new beliefs match the belief system of the person who would have the things that you want. You want a better life. You want better health, a better job, a better business, a better relationship. You got to have the same belief system that person would have. That's the disconnect. So we have to get rid of these old beliefs and make space for the new beliefs. We have to be open-minded for that. If you're not open-minded and you're closed-minded, that means you're not going to inspire faith, you're not going to have any courage, and you're not going to have a belief. And get this, it doesn't take any more effort for you to aim high in life, to demand abundance and prosperity, than it is for you to accept misery and poverty. So no matter what you decide to do from this day forward, it's going to require the same amount of energy. You can accept misery and poverty and conform to these old beliefs and stay miserable. Like I said in the beginning of the show, people become very comfortable to living miserable, never taking a risk, settling, conforming, allowing the opinions of others to drive their decision making. Or you could take that same amount of energy and use it towards something constructive, which is to create the life that you want to live your purpose. The practical steps that we went over to helping you do that is number one, pick up the book, hit the link and get this particular copy. It's on page 65, the statement that I just read out loud. There's a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. You're not ready for what you want until you believe you can acquire it. Read that for the next 30 days, every single day, until something starts to click. Because that is the key to learning, repetition. I already told you guys in the beginning of the show as well, just because you know of the words limiting beliefs, just because you've heard somebody talk about this maybe at church, maybe on another live stream, maybe you did go to a seminar, maybe you already have the book and you read it. It does not matter. Here's the question. Does your behavior show that you believe in what you want to happen in your life? Does your behavior show that you believe in the life that you've imagined? If it doesn't, you need to go back to the book and you need to read it every day until you start to get it. So the practical step number one was to study. Practical step number two is 
Put these limiting beliefs on trial. Become a prosecutor. Question them. Question everything about them. Where'd you get it from? Who told you that? Is that based on opinion or is that based on fact? Why does that have to be true? Is there a rule book for that? Or is that just the way it's always been? Here's a, here's a better way. Is your beliefs, excuse me, are your beliefs serving you? Do these beliefs that you have serve you? Do they help you get to where you want to go in life? Question them. That's another practical thing that you can do. And also another thing that you can do is change your environment. If you're a person who's living with other people, like your parents, like your family members, maybe your friends, and they're straight up negative, you need to make a plan to do something about it. You can't just keep sitting, living there for the, for the next 10 years and think you're going to change. Environment is everything. So make a plan to make a change there. Make a plan to figure out how you can get out of that situation. And the way will be shown to you. But it ain't going to come up if you don't even think that way because you don't believe it's possible. Right? So practical step number three would be to change your environment. Guys, this has been Devore Darkens Live. If you got value from today, make sure you like the podcast on whatever platform you're on right now. Also, this uh, was recorded. So you can go back and rewatch this on YouTube, the YouTube channel. If you don't know where the YouTube channel is located, because you're not on YouTube right now, all you have to do is go to my link in my bio, and it's there. Uh, if you're on YouTube, this will be uploaded to Spotify, Google, Apple, or Amazon Podcast, so you can listen to it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for today. Uh, have a great one, and we will talk tomorrow. Peace.